Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What unhealthy food did you give up because of dumb, toxic diet culture? And we are putting unhealthy in quotes on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. i I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. 651-641-1071. What unhealthy food did you give up because of dumb, toxic diet culture? Bradley, why are we asking? Well, because I was going through this article that had unhealthy foods that toxic diet culture has tried to rip from our cold, mm. unhealthy hands. And it just got me thinking about all the dumb things we've done over the years um, in the name of dieting or being, quote, healthy that really just robbed us of some really good food mm-hmm. um and i and was like time with that really good food and i think we've all uh had that experience whether it's a food item whether it's a category of foods whatever it is uh call and add yours to the list 651-641-1071 and this this particular article from the takeout had like a slideshow of some of the more obvious ones Yeah, which like what are some of the the biggies i mean obviously uh right at the top you've got carbohydrates that's the Mm -hmm. one that still people it drives me nuts when people are like i'm not doing bread or i'm not doing this now look if you've got some kind of allergy i'm not talking about that i'm talking about the average person who just kind of goes Oh, I see a lot of other people not eating uh, carbs. Right. And that's also like a really weird term, but which we could talk about. But um, but that's that was the first one that they mentioned, because, of course, you've got this explosion of low carb diets and keto Mm -hmm. and all those things, which are totally fine and real. And you just have to, you know, just don't be dumb about it. Do your work. Um, But if it's something that you can eat in moderation and it's actually healthy for you, I don't see why you need to remove it Mm -hmm. so bread pasta we've like brought pasta back into our lives bread i think aren't you so much happier with pasta in your life the the last two years of having bread on a regular basis i mean it's life-changing real bread i will say and that's not to sound you know like oh real bread right but you make your own sourdough bread bread that's just flour water salt that's Mm -hmm. all you need flour water, salt, and you can have the most amazing bread ever. Anyway, that was the first one. And I think that's one I can totally relate to. 651-641-1071. What is uh, an un- a quote, an un- unhealthy food that you gave up because of toxic diet culture? We have um, an email from Taylor who said, dumb diets got me to exclude, quote, dirty foods, but just like objects have no gender, food does not have morality. What's a, I want to know what they call dirty foods. Well, dirty foods, you know, again, carbs, right? fats. Remember, like before carbs, fats were horrible. 
And right. it's like, oh, yeah, so no, eat the bag of licorice because it doesn't have any fat. Right. Wait but a then minute. all that fat was replaced with sugar and then sugar was bad. And and now what are you going to do? Um, also on this list, I, I thought this was interesting. And, and here's where I just think like anytime you think something's bad for you, just ask questions. Use the Googs. Hit up the Googs, Read a man. book. Uh, because, like, they, they had this whole slide on high fructose corn syrup. Oh, God! Oh, God! And you don't have to, like, like it. Yeah, I'm not saying go, you know... Drink a bottle. Drink a bottle of 7-Up uh, or some, you know, pop or something um, that's got high fr- fructose corn syrup. But they lay out how it really has gotten kind of a bad rap. And if you read some of the science, it's like, okay, maybe it's not the best thing for you to eat on mm-hmm. a regular basis, but, like... You can eat a popsicle and you're fine, right? Right, but people mm-hmm. get kind of a little over, a little over, yeah, concerned sometimes, it. right? Yeah, and um, uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, I also learned that uh, that there is so like all corn syrup is not high fructose corn syrup. So like the corn syrup you go to the store to buy, mm-hmm. you know, like that's on the shelf, that's not high fructose corn syrup. It's just regular fructose. That's just corn syrup. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the the like actual chemical difference would be, but plain corn syrup is not the same as high fructose corn syrup. So the stuff anyway, you, you dump in your uh, pecan pie. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's still sugar yeah. and you know, sugar, you can overdo it, right? but it's no worse for you scientifically uh, than a lot of other sugars that are currently available. 651-641-1071. Uh, what is the f- quote unhealthy food that you gave up due to some sort of uh, obnoxious, Toxic diet culture. What about you? Have you ever given anything up? You know, I was on a plan once that uh, forbid. Ready? Wait for it. Everybody buckle in fruit. Oh, sure. I can see that. Any fruit. Don't eat fruit. It's sugar. It's bad for you. And I, I was like, not even like an apple every once in a while. What? No, none. Zero. Because it had sugar in it. Even though it was natural sugar and I wasn't powering down a whole bag of apples. Yeah. Apples. I mean, like apples fruit. are full of all sorts of other fruit. things other than sugar. And if you're going to eat sugar, better to eat it with a bunch of fiber and vitamins and mm-hmm. phytonutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this, there's a slide in here on um, MSG2, which we've actually started. I put back in my pantry recently mm. because I had done some reading about it. And it's, first of all, do you know that MSG is fermented? I did not know that. It's a fermented chemical, not chemical, a fermented ingredient. I don't remember what. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised by that. It's a naturally occurring thing. It's not some, you know. Like, um, what is it called? Lab made? Yeah. It's a, I mean, I'm I'm assuming it's made on, you know, like a industrial level because of course, like Mm -hmm. all things these days, but having some of it in your food is not the worst thing ever. Sometimes it's like, yeah, these things can be bad if you overdo them. Right. If that's all you're eating. Well, but if I you think under- anything that you overdo is probably not great. Yeah, exactly. Same with things like gluten they have on this slideshow. Um, MSG, high fructose corn syrup. You know, I mean, Holly, I imagine you at one point in your life have removed an item of food from your list and have since decided maybe that wasn't your best move. I tried doing the South Beach diet. Oh, what's I- that again? Is that keto mm, or like? I feel low like that's carb? like a low carb, high protein uh-huh. situation. I lasted for six hours. Oh, oh wow! Okay, fun. Yeah, then I was Record. like, then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have this latte and it's gonna be fine. Right. I'm really horrible 
at restrictive diets. I just don't do them in the sense, or not restricted, but elimination, right? right. Of eliminating a certain category right. of something because inevitably it's like, well, at some point I'm going to want to have it. Right. Yeah. So right. I might as well just have it, but just not have it all the time. All of all it. All the yeah. time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is, which is actually a very hard thing to do, which is why sometimes people seem incentivized to just get rid of it altogether that somehow abstinence is going to be an easier thing to manage. Right. But realistically it's not, but it's not easy to just, you know, moderately have like, Oh, I'm going to have a piece of cake now without Mm -hmm. eating the entire cake. I Mm -hmm. totally understand. Like if I could get rid of anything, it would just be all, you know, sugary things because I love sugar infections, but that's not realistic, man. Mm -mm. I'm going to have cake and I don't, you know, I'm going to be fine if I have cake It'll be so. okay. and you're going to eat it too. Exactly. You can have and you can eat it. Speaking of eating cake. Uh, it's not quite cake and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sitting over here and the smell is very, very strong oh. of our cheat day well, what item. Are, what are we going to have? Dunkin Donuts cereal. Oh. Now you're thinking, is it donuts? No, it's coffee flavored. So, we're going to experiment oh, with that. Oh, like Dunkin' Donuts coffee right. flavored too. Got right. it. Got uh, it. Holly. <laughs> That's a journey. Sorry. I just I know. Did, like... did you just arrive at it? Yeah. Well, did you y- think it was donuts too? Yeah. We yeah. all wanted it well, to be donuts. Well, because we all want Dunkin' Donuts. But, um, you know, it's going to be interesting. We're going to try this Dunkin' Donuts coffee flavored cereal. There's two varieties. It's actually made with Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Oh, cool. I, I'm told by the box. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'll go get uh, everything set for that, and we will Let's do it. cheat after this on My Talk 1071. Hey everybody, it's Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And there's something very special we do on Fridays. What do we do, you guys? Cheat. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. What's going in our mouth today? Okay, so I've gotten in the habit of every time when I'm doing grocery shopping, if I see something kind of funky and weird, I put it in the cart and I just go, we'll have this at some point on cheat day. And so I saw this Dunkin' cereal. Now, I, like you guys, was optimistic because I thought Dunkin' Donuts cereal, I'm in, right? And then it came to my house and I looked at it more closely, and it is actually Dunkin' Donuts coffee oh, cereal okay. made with Dunkin' coffee. I like coffee. There's two flavors. Uh, Bradley, can you? You've got the. What do you have? Mocha latte. Looks like it. Yeah. And I've got the caramel macchiato. Um, and uh, the looks actual- like cocoa puffs with marshmallows or something. Yeah. Obviously, I- they're not going to taste like cocoa puffs. They'll taste like cocoa puffs with coffee. I'm told that the marshmallows are where the secret flavoring reside. Ooh. Actually, I did. I made that up. I, nobody told me that. <laughs> oh my god! I I'm totally like, made how that do you up. know that? I made it up, you guys. I'm that sorry. Good. Uh, thank you. Okay. So you'll notice that when I poured them out for you in your little individual bowls, I put a lot in because the marshmallows were not readily available. So I had to keep pouring to get those out. So when you go in for a bite. Which one are we trying first? uh, Oh, I'm holding the mocha latte. That's just the one I picked up. So mocha Um, latte. Why don't you have a a crunch? Okay. Make sure that you grab those those marshmallows, though. Okay. Yeah, because that's where the flavor is. Mm, I made that up. So it's cereal. I haven't had cereal in for a mm. long time. I love cereal, but don't usually buy it on a regular basis. Sure. 
we're going to love this one. Okay. Well, how does it taste? Well, let me just say this. I don't think I ever thought I wanted coffee in a cereal. Okay. Like when I'm, if I'm going to eat cereal, I might drink coffee alongside it. Yeah. It definitely is. It's interesting. I'm not, not, I don't not like it. Holly, your thoughts? It's fine. The coffee part of the taste comes at the front of the bite. Right. And then it settles into a Cocoa Puff-esque sugary experience. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't hate it. No. Yeah, I'm- it's like chocolate, like a chocolate mocha. Mm-hmm. I mean, mocha latte, obviously. Right. But yeah. I it's- mean, for, a, for like Cocoa Puffs with marshmallows that are vaguely coffee-esque, sure. I will say it doesn't taste as strongly as it was smelling to me. Like when I first poured it out so yeah. here's the thing i love coffee it is really sweet though i will say yeah and i'm just not used to and i know i i eat a lot of sweet things so i it sounds silly me saying it's super sweet but it's noticeably sweet right um i like coffee smell when it's actually coffee i don't like coffee flavor smell and so the it's kind of a, it's got kind of a odor to me but but it doesn't taste as strongly as it smells yeah and you're right it is sweet okay but guys, I would eat. I would eat a bowl of this. Well, I mean, good good news. I got plenty left mm-hmm. over. All right, what's the other one? So, so the that's the is, mocha latte. Yeah, the other one is the caramel macchiato. Now, I will say, I've had a, a mocha latte. I don't know that I've ever had a caramel macchiato. I don't usually like it's just like seek coffee out and the caramel. Caramel, right? yeah, I think so. So again, who wants to go in first, Bradley? Go why don't you it. take? Oh, okay. I'll go. So this, again, it, they kind of look the same. If mm-hmm. I'm looking at them, I wouldn't know the difference. They kind of look like puppy chow or something mm-hmm. with marshmallows. Um, mm-hmm. Or like kicks, like chocolate kicks or something. Well, what do you think? You can definitely taste the difference. The caramel is present and accounted for. Mm. I think I like this one better. I think. And the caramel kind of sticks around on the back end a little bit more. I just blew on mine like it was hot. Um, <laughs> did it work? Well, you cool hot. it down. <laughs> what do you think? Holly, what do you think? Uh, it's okay. I was trying to determine whether or not Colleen's hypothesis was true oh. that the flavor element is located in the marshmallow, and I think that there is something to that. because ah. I was trying to be like, well, is the you know cereal nug? Is that where the flavor mm-hmm. is? I feel like maybe the cereal nugs are the same flavor, and then it's all in the marshmallow. It, you know, it's okay, but it is, you know, Bradley, to your point, these are very sweet cereals. Yeah, yeah this is I like wouldn't a be dessert. able to tell much different from either of these. I'm going to try the first one again. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's a huge difference. Maybe one, the first one is a little more coffee forward. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you first like... first one is definitely more, well, more chocolate. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Chocolate forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's better than I thought they were going to be. I'll tell Me you that. Me too. I, I was not sure about this, but I, it's not offensive. Yeah. I just don't know. Again, if I'm going to have cereal, I'm going to drink coffee alongside it. I don't really want to eat the coffee. Okay. Yeah. Right. But I could also see if you liked uh, like if you had a caramel ice cream, maybe you'd sprinkle this on the top for like a little coffee moment or I don't know. I mean, there's alternate uses for this. What would you give this then if we were rating this? Uh, I'm going to go for another cereal in the aisle uh, over this. So I'm going to give it a two. Holly, I'm going to give it a two and a half, two and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give both of these a three. Three, remember, is average. Mm-hmm. I would say this is an average cereal. They're I would fine. not like run away, but I'm probably not buying this box. No, no. Uh, in fact, right now I'm thinking about how but to I offload these boxes. I am excited boxes. to drink the milk. There you go. Oh, does that taste? How's the milk? I mean, it tastes like coffee, coffee milk. All right. Good. Which is kind of the fun of sugary cereals, right? We had a big conversation this morning uh, with B. Arthur and Grant about cereal because they both are huge cereal lovers. Mm-hmm. And we talked about whether or not you actually like the milk better yeah. after. Uh, we got a no from Grant. He doesn't like Fruity Pebble milk. Oh my God, that's the best part. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Um, and uh, the powers that be Arthur, she was all about the milk. So yeah, there you go. DIY. Um, thank you. For uh, trying this adventure. I want to remind people that next week is a very exciting week on the morning show uh, on My Talk 107.1. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because between 8 and 9 every single ding-dang day, we will be announcing uh, a bunch of the winners of the My Talk Awards. And all of the hosts are going to mix it up and show up at different times on different days Mm -hmm. uh, to talk about those winners. So I don't know. What days are you guys? I'll be uh, in on Tuesday and Friday. Holly, do you remember what days you are? Yeah, bright and early on Monday morning. Oh, good morning. (laughs) And I'm doing Wednesday and Thursday, and I don't remember who all is with, but we're all going to mix it up. It's going to be really fun, and we'll be breaking it down for you, who who you all voted for, for the various categories of the first annual, we cannot believe it took us this long, My Talk Awards. We're trying to get into the uh, award business here because... Other people don't do it very well, and it's our business. Well, and we, so. yeah, we complain about the awards shows each year. Yeah. So high bar we've set for ourselves. Exactly. I will say, exactly. So thank you all for voting. The voting is closed now. We will start to give away those awards, and um, none of the celebrities will be here to accept them, unfortunately. But it'll be fun nonetheless. Next, you week. never know; they might show up. That's true. That's actually true. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We've got a name for them. What's that name? D-Bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 1071. Miss Lord and Celebrities behaving badly. We tell you about them every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, we have a name for them. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Thank you for asking. You're it's welcome. Jennifer Aniston Salad. What? 
What did it do to you? Uh, well, it's more about what Shape Magazine did to us. So Uh-oh. I saw this article. Jennifer Aniston ate this salad every day for 10 years. <sighs> I, mm-hmm. hate, I hate stories like these, but I can't not click them because I just I'm like, I know there's something in there that they're trying to tell me, mm-hmm. but it's probably crap. OK, so the crap in question in this particular case is all about Jennifer Aniston's love of salads. And I don't know if you know this, but Jennifer's love of salads was first revealed by her longtime pal and Friends co-star Courtney Cox Mm. back in 2010. She told the LA Times that she and Lisa Kudrow and Jen all ate lunch together. And for the entire decade, all three actresses ate the same thing every single day. Great. Yeah. That's not actually her favorite salad, but that's the part of the story that gets you to her favorite salad or her like signature salad. Mm -hmm. So the salad that they ate every day for 10 years. Wait, did all three of them eat this? Okay. It says that she and fellow friend star Lisa Kudrow ate lunch with Aniston throughout the entire decade long run of the beloved sitcom. All three actresses ate the same thing every single day. Okay, so the way I interpreted that was like they each had their own signature meal, but no, they were all eating from the same bowl. It was a doctored up Cobb salad with a few creative add-ins. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, can you hit that? (laughs) A doctored up Cobb salad with a few creative add-ins. It wasn't really a Cobb salad. How creative can you get? It's a salad. (laughs) But then she goes on to say it wasn't really a Cobb salad. So then what was it? It was a Cobb salad that Jennifer doctored up with turkey bacon and garbanzo beans. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to eat turkey bacon, first of all? That's like peak 90s behavior. Why? Anyway, the salad that has been then shared is, I mean, it's, it's, it's essentially tabbouleh. Mm-hmm. I love it's that they call wheat. it a Cobb salad. But it's it but has, it, there's nothing cobby. Yeah. So the the new set. This is um this is the new salad. This is not okay. the salad this, that I brought you to the table with. Is just the anecdote that gets you to the story. Okay. But the signature Jennifer Aniston salad is this quote: cooked bulgur, diced cucumbers, parsley, mint, red onion, garbanzo beans. Some call them chickpeas. Crumbled feta cheese and chopped pistachios for crunch. Mm. Okay, that's called tabbouleh. It's yeah. a tabbouleh salad, yeah. bulgur wheat salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just love that this is very uh, Kourtney Kardashian to me. Mm-hmm. Remember when Kourtney Kardashian's signature salad was yeah. shared with the world? And it was like, here are a few pieces of lettuce and a cut up piece of carrot and apple or something. I love salads. Some, Some of, of my, my best, best friends, friends are salads. salads. But you can kind of like roll out of bed and make a salad. You can accidentally make a salad. Yeah. Like a salad is like what you got. And you put it in. And I'm not saying that none of, I'm not saying this doesn't even sound good. It sounds good. But I, you didn't hit me with anything original at all. So yeah, again, it's like if you just search tabbouleh, you're going to find a hundred of these recipes. You know what they were all going for. They were going for all the clicks because, you know, people were like, oh, oh. I want to look like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, no, this is the... I'm going to eat the Jennifer Aniston salad. Absolutely. Jennifer Aniston ate this salad every day for 10 years. Now, an updated version of the Jennifer Aniston salad is making the rounds on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, no, it's it's probably just, you know, mommy bloggers that saw this story and have, you know, 
I'm going to create my own twist on the Jennifer Aniston salad, which doesn't give its due to the cultures that brought this salad into being, which have nothing to do with Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. or the TV show Friends. Oh, yeah. I'm watching an Instagram reel unveil itself right in front of my yeah. eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston salad. Just like we all wanted her haircut, now we all want her salad. Yeah. It's like, well, it's like celebrities invented things and you realize very quickly. Oh, you guys, I'll never forget when I was probably nine, maybe eight or nine. And I saw an interview with Sybil Shepard where she explained that the reason that she looked so beautiful was because, anyone? Oh, I remember this. You've told this story before. She drank a glass of water every night before bed. And I was like, wow. I'm going to have to do that now. Do you know what that did for me? Made me have to pee a lot. I was going to say, who drinks a glass of water before they go to bed? you got to cut yourself off. You have to leave it on your nightstand with Mm -hmm. a paper towel on top so the dusties don't get in there. that's true. Um, I do want to just let you know that if you are a vegan, please do not put in the feta cheese. The video I watched reminded us that for a vegan option, you you can just leave out the feta cheese. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Now go forth and make your Jennifer Aniston salad. don't know that they would need to leave out the cheese, then they're not vegans. I also love... I just want to, the other thing I love and by love, I mean, think is ridiculous is the way that people constructed this dumb story by pulling you in with not the salad they're going to actually tell you about. Yeah, well, because, you know, a turkey bacon cob salad is very gauche these days. We wouldn't do that. Yeah. But also, I agree, do not eat turkey bacon. That's not turkey and it's not bacon. And if it is turkey, it's, it's turkey hooves and they don't even have hooves. So you got to ask yourself, what is that? Ooh, beaks and feathers. Mm-hmm. Just eat real bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to know who my D-bag who's is? your D bag? It's Chris Jenner. Oh, Bing, Bing bong. bong! Gosh, I miss that Bing Bong. We so gotta find. We'll, we'll find yeah, another it's one. Okay, it's fine. I just it's it just enhances every experience. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jenner is my D bag because she was oh shock shock of all shocks. On the Ellen DeGeneres show. And while she was on Ellen DeGeneres, she was uh, telling Ellen, you know, that she wants another grandbaby. She wants one of her children to give her her 12th grandchild. Mm, It's about her. No pressure. And she said, well, I think it would be nice if it was Kendall, right? She's the only one that hasn't had a baby. I think she would eventually love to have a baby. Okay. First of all, I just think it's gross. It is gross to me that anybody who is not the vessel through which a child would travel talk about somebody else having a baby. Wait, say that again. I just I just feel like it's super gross for Chris Jenner to to say publicly that she wants Kendall to have a baby oh. because she's the only daughter that hasn't had a baby. That's Kendall's choice. That's Kendall's decision to talk about. That's Kendall's yeah. body. That is Kendall's reproductive system. That is not her mom's to own, but I also understand we're talking about the Kardashians and Chris Jenner owns every piece of all of her children. <laughs> Well, their images certainly, yeah. And she gets a cut. Exactly. Anywho, I just think that I find that to be just gross right off the bat, like right out of the gate. The second thing I find gross is that the way she says it about like that Kendall should give her a grandbaby. 
gross. Yeah. Well, that seems like very 1900s. Like, and I want you to give me a grandbaby. And third and finally, we know what you're trying to do, Chris. We understand that you're trying to drop these little gossip bits that it's working right now to get us talking so that we ignore all the other things that are on fire in Kardashian land, right? Like uh, Kim and Kanye's divorce or, I don't know, Travis yeah, for sure. Scott and the Astroworld uh, trauma, or, uh, yeah. traumatic event. I think this just seems like a lazy thing to, like, you go on Ellen and just like, I want more grandbabies. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what Ellen does with her. She just throws softballs yeah, at her. Yeah. And Chris is only too happy and it's to all play. Scripted and, yeah. you know, I'm sure Kendall knew that her mom was going to say that. It just, that's so gross. Oh, it's, yeah. By the way, Kendall is being sued for her 818 tequila. That's, oh, right. that's right. Thank yeah. you. That's the other thing that we're trying to cover for. Oh, yeah. And also, if Kendall were going to have a baby, she couldn't be drinking her tequila. So then we can't even talk about her tequila because we're talking about babies. Uh-huh. Another day in Chris Jenner paradise. Just wonder, it feels exhausting to be inside the Jenner Kardashian compound. You always got to have something to talk about, right? And better to come up with fake stuff so that you don't have to talk about Mm. the real stuff because the real stuff is actually what people want to hear about. Also, I will tell you the thing that, you know, people latched on to was the notion that there is a 12th grandbaby uh, that is available for Chris Jenner to have. And while she was pointing a finger at Kendall, people are secretly crossing their fingers and hoping that it is Courtney that is having a baby. Yeah, I've seen some speculation about Courtney. And then, of course, Kylie just had another baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all baby talk all the time. Because everybody loves babies. Everybody loves babies. Well, if you think we're ever getting away from the Kardashians, there's a whole new generation just waiting to take over. Don't worry about it. The family business. There's more of them than there are of the ones we have. Mm -hmm. So, good luck to. And the dollar figures are larger, and the money is greener, and the business opportunities are bigger. Great, fun. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, something else that is uh, not actually super fun, but (laughs) also not fun at all, is uh, things are heating up with Brangelina. Oh, yeah. And not in a good way. And actually, in an unexpected, a kind of moderately unexpected way, because usually uh, the suing is going one direction, or the litigious uh, nature is going in one direction. The tables have turned. Oh, okay. And we'll talk about that when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. That's going to be negative, and we're going to get a lot of snow on okay, Monday. Okay, look, right now, stop. You were, you were fine where you were. We don't we need to go into next week yet. Stop on Sunday. Thank you. Well, right now, it's 35, cloudy, and windy. Mm-hmm. Is it still Is it still snowing, though? Uh, the radar, it does not appear to be. Well, the radar shows that there's light scattered snow Great. just north of St. Paul and south of Egan. Fun. But yeah. Everybody Thanks, just Paul. drive safe Fine out there, please. Thing. Thank you, Holly. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Okay, so by the way, uh, Brad and Angelina, just if you thought that things were calming down with the two of them, they're ramping back up again. Okay, what's going on with those two crazy kids? Well, this time... Not gotten fully divorced right? yet after all these years. Holy buckets. This time it's not Angelina Jolie 
that's going after Brad Pitt because that's usually kind of what's holding things up, right? Is Angelina Jolie is wants things a certain way and Brad, it's just taking forever. Well, this time it is Brad Pitt that is suing Angelina Jolie. And this all has to do with uh, her, the winery, Miraval Winery. Mm-hmm. That the- This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Two of them owned in France. They bought it in 2008. And by all accounts, I don't know... Because I think it had a pretty high price point, the, the wine that they made there. Um, or like, a, it's, okay, let's just put it this way. It has a higher price point than I'm willing to pay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any who's what's I don't, I've heard it's a decent, it's a decent rosé. Anywho, uh, the two of them bought it together in 2008. Apparently, Brad Pitt put a lot of work into it. She ponied up about 40% of the purchase price. But he was really the one that was more involved in what they what they produced there. Yeah. Well, uh, and by the way, they bought it for twenty eight point four million dollars. So this was not like a little yeah, deal, and they were very thing. serious about it. This was not any kind of eight one eight tequila where you know they're outsourcing it and just putting their names on it. Yeah. They really did. This was really their project. Well, apparently, uh, in two thousand sixteen, Angelina, of course, filed for divorce. We all remember that, and then. Last July, uh, Angelina Jolie went to the court and was like, hey, I've got I'm going to sell my interest in the winery to somebody else. In September, Brad was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Cool. I'll let you pursue the sale, but I won't consent to the sale until I know who this like I I need to know who's who's going to be my partner, basically. Well, that did not happen. And uh, she ended up selling her share of the winery to um, a Russian oligarch by the name of Yuri Shelfer, who is also owner of the entity that also owns the Stoli Vodka Group. And um, Brad is like, yeah, so he's like actually not a great business partner and he's kind of running this whole thing into the ground and I never said he could take it. And so I don't. So he's actually like in charge or like what's Brad's role? Well, that's a good question. Because, uh, like, so, so it's like they own it together, and Angelina just sold her half, her to share him. of it, to this guy. So now this guy is like his business partner, but he didn't consent for it to yeah. be sold to that guy, and he should have. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how it works in this regard, but it yeah. seems to me in a divorce situation, the person who is on the other half of the couple should get the first right of refusal. 
to that. Yeah, because maybe he would want to buy the rest of it himself. Exactly, yeah. especially when he put so much work like into it. when you have a house together and, you know, you want to get the chance to buy out the house yourself or exactly. the two of you are going to sell it and move on. Exactly. Uh, so uh, he just wants the judge to undo the deal altogether, and he also is asking for um, compensation for damages. So the, and this would be in American court. Um, this, I, would assume. I yes, I I believe Just, so. Like, this is also weird because I imagine like this is a piece of property in France. It is. It is in Correns, France. And you're right. That's really. Way, I don't actually know if it's. You can get a bottle between nine and twenty dollars. Okay, so maybe I see it at Costco, more toward the twenty dollar range, oh, okay. which is typically not too much. I just don't. That's just not no. Yeah. Maybe for somebody I really, really like. Fancy. But not, no. Yeah. yeah, That's a lot. Anyway, so that's what's going on. What I found interesting about this story just out of the gate is that usually when we hear stories about Brad and Angelina, it's sort of like Angelina is the one that's doing all the maneuvering, especially with the divorce. She's kind of the one that seems to be holding things up, calling the shots, trying to hold Brad account of accountable for whatever went down on that airplane that landed in uh, international falls. Right. And even in the blind items, she is portrayed as the, the one that is not wanting this to progress and she wants to get hers the way she wants it. And that's why it's taking so long. Yeah. And so for Brad to say, okay, listen, I don't want to play the game anymore. This is not okay. How this happened. And now I'm partners with this person. I didn't even consent to, and things aren't going the way I want them to. It seems kind of petty, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, like I would be furious if you went in to do something together and you were like, yeah, you know, uh, I guess it's not going to work out. But um, here, what would you like to do? I get that. I mean, it's just clear that whatever uh, bad blood they had between them is still coursing through their veins. Well, and everything kind of seems a little bit shady, too, with the person who. Yeah, I don't know who this person is, but, you know, you say Russian oligarch and that just conjures up images. Yeah, it gives you pause. Yeah. To wonder what that's all about. I guess the other thing that surprised me about the story is that oftentimes, like I alluded to earlier with 818 Tequila, Kendall Jenner just put her name on a tequila. As far as we can tell, you know, she's not working in the agave fields, you know, making the tequila or, you know, changing the um, recipe to fit her desires. But by all accounts, he's really working in doing work in this vineyard. Yeah. One thing I read said that he has invested an incredible amount of his own time. And really, it's become like a world, like one of the largest producers of rosé, which I had no idea. I don't drink wine, obviously, Mm -hmm. but um, that's like no small thing, right? Right. So this isn't just one of those liquor brands that uh, a celebrity backs. This is something that they actually, and specifically he, you know, like I said earlier, she put up 40% of the original purchase price for it. Yeah. But he was really the one that brought it from what they bought to what it is now. Well, I wonder what he'll do now. I mean, so they, they've taken it to court. Yep. So now he's just awaiting judgment. Uh, he's asking the judge to undo it altogether mm-hmm. so that that the oligarch no longer even owns that share. And I don't know what that really looks like. I don't know if undoing it altogether means that then Brad Pitt gets to purchase that half 
or wants to purchase that half or if it goes back to Angelina Jolie, that seems like that would be kind of gross for the two of them to be trying to be business partners while they're trying to untangle everything else. Yeah, I don't know. That would be crazy. Um, Yeah. Clearly, she doesn't want, which is why, again, like when it comes to divorcing uh, and separating yourself like this kind of move makes it seem like they're just going to have to deal with each other even longer where mm-hmm. if she had just said here's an easy out I'm going to take it and if you want to buy it great if not I'm going to sell it what you know what can I do to make this easy mm-hmm. then you'd be you know then it's not on your plate you don't have to think about it you don't have to interact with each other but now like doing what she did they're back in court they're going to yeah. have to deal with each other so it just kind of perpetually keeps this story running you know, way longer than it needs to be. I would just, I would say to any celebrities who are listening, who are getting ready to get married, high that, celebrities, high celebrities Hi. or people who have like gobs and gobs and gobs of money. This might be a reason why people do prenups so that we don't have legal battles that are going well, do on. Do we know it? Did they years. have prenup, a prenup? I don't, they must not, I, I, I assume that they didn't because this is, this divorce is going on for eons. Yeah. If they had a prenup, it seems but, like you know, it would I be mean, more. I mean, I could see even with a prenup, you'd be able to like fight certain things. Again, like if you, it, it, it really, you, there's, there's nothing stopping you from making the situation worse is what I'm saying. So even if at one, it, it really just comes down to what are you trying to get out of this experience? And it appears to me that at least Angelina Jolie is not ready to close the door mm. on, you know, having Brad Pitt in her life because he still is. Oh, man. There was a prenup. Yeah, th- that's what I'm reading now. But it did not yeah, so, deal with certain things like yeah. the custody of the kids, etc. Yeah, I mean, they're technically divorced, but they still have all these money things that they've not yeah. dealt with. Fun. Mm. <sighs> okay. So hard being rich. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... What do you love? What did you love about your very first car? 